keep my face because I'm Tessa Thompson, bitch. <laughs> this face rules. What's that on your screen? Some kind of program about a Westworld on TV. Well, it doesn't sound like anything to me. I'm Red Scott. And I'm Ivan Hernandez. And this doesn't sound like anything to me. The third best Westworld podcast covering the final season of Westworld. Not the final season of Westworld. There's going to be another one. They haven't gotten a renewal. They clearly show you another one. They have not gotten a renewal. Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan literally were like, we haven't heard anything. <laughs> You're not gonna. Where did I say that? There was a, there was a. Did they uh, text you? Are you on a group call with them that I'm not a part of? There's a deadline article where they went through all of the characters who died and whether they're really dead. And at the end. And Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are dead? Yes. Oh. They've been dead the entire time. They're digital ghosts. <laughs> Nobody exists anymore. There's no more humans. I hated this fucking episode. It was so good. I hated this fucking season. It was great. I have never been angrier about an episode about the circumstances of me trying to watch this episode. I mean, that's that's your own fault. You cannot blame HBO for that. Technically, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's, it's the person who, who booked the travel for me. <laughs> look, look. Free trip to Europe or Westworld? I listen. I'm not telling you you made the wrong choice. I'm just saying you cannot blame Jonathan Nolan, Lisa Joy, <laughs> HBO, or any of the writers on this show for that choice. HBO Max is region locked out of Europe. We had to. <laughs> we had to buy it on Amazon <laughs> and then download the Amazon Prime app, but off of. LTE, because if we connected through Wi-Fi, it would not let us connect to the App Store. <laughs> That's a nightmare. It was like 50 steps to watch a mediocre television episode. But at least you paid money for it, and you have to feel good about 99 that. Cents. 99 cents. 99 cents. <laughs> oh, that's actually much better than I would have expected. I thought you were dropping $3 on this. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was two ninety nine, but there was a credit. Yeah, so where are you broadcasting from? This is our first international? You don't need to know that. Okay, I'm just saying. The listeners you don't brought need it to know up. This. I wasn't going to. The listeners don't need to know where I am or with who. <laughs> I didn't ask with who. You volunteered that. Look, I like to consider this podcast sort of like Law & Order, where we never talk about our personal lives. Also, we both call each other Dick Wolf. Yes, I am the Dick Wolf. All right, so this is Season 4, Episode 8, Case Sarasara. Uh, and before... Excuse me. We well, get first into of all, it. there's no previously on. Oh, oh, wasn't there? No. There was in America. Maybe you saw the Bad International Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon was like, you are lucky that we are giving you this in 720p. Did you download it? I mean, uh, listen, I'm not going to say where you were, but maybe it's the kind of place that's not very polite, that likes to smoke a lot. <laughs> there was just like... <laughs> I, it was on a train. I give you some Westworld. I had to watch Westworld instead of look at the French countryside. <laughs> Wait, Do you know you... how angry I was for an hour? <laughs> did you Did you experience watching this like Teddy rolling into Sweetwater? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was I was wearing my hat. <laughs> James Marsden was there. The episode description for this, I don't know if you saw this. Like what I've done with the place? Open paren. I just cranked it to expert level. <laughs> I hate this. Red, before we get into this, mm -hmm. I want you yes. to guess the ratings <laughs> for the previous episode, Metanoia. I... Don't expect this every week. Okay, so last week, listen, it continued going up. We're over last point four, buddy. We're we're over point four. We're point four two. 
Oh, you got one of those digits right. Point three two. Oh no, it went down. Wasn't it point three eight yes. the previous week? It was point three nine. Minor blip. People are on vacation. Everybody's in Europe. <laughs> See. <laughs> How much do you get that this gets the quiet cancellation? I, the I, the three months from now, they put out a press release saying, hey, we canceled Westworld. But the last season's going to be so good, Ivan. You mean season four? Season five. The final season. Season four. Uh, no, this was a good season. I do agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Season four, episode eight. Quesera, sera. What will be, will be. Which we all remember from the Meteor episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, that's where we remember that from. Yes. I did think it was weird that this ended with Bob Newhart waking up in bed. But we we open on the world's loudest fly and Rebus. Rebus is back. Stephen Ogg. Yes. Who doesn't love Stephen Ogg, who we might remember from previous seasons of Westworld and also GTA fucking 5. Yeah. Trevor. So this is the most direct video game references I've felt since the first season, or I guess since the Caleb episode. Oh, absolutely. Don't tell me this wasn't a super fun to start to the episode. Okay. I I, I love seeing Stephen Ogg's stupid face, because <laughs> I don't think that there's a better character actor face. No, it's great. Also, I think this would 100% be you in the post-apocalypse real GTA setting, where you're like, I've prepared my whole life for this, and then die immediately. Excuse me? I'm a fucking camper? The camper guy, except for the lack of curly hair, did look mildly related to you. I appreciated a character finally listening to my advice and killing people with a high-powered sniper rifle. Yeah. That's how you solve your problem. This is the first time we've had a host really talking about the human's narrative like they're in a Westworld park. Stephen Ogg is just like, oh, we're going to mow through these millions of you, which, by the way, <laughs> millions of humans, they killed Billions of people. Who knows what the ending of their, like, you know, little tower bubble is and what's on the outside of that. We are told in the episode that this is the end of all sentient life on Earth. They even have somebody posted on Twitter. I'm sure it was elsewhere as well that like Rehoboam planned a like mass extinction event 23 years out. Yeah. Which I was like, OK, like they, they planned ahead. This isn't some lost bullshit. They knew where they were going. Yeah. They they the part of the. That stupid article was like, we've got plans. We haven't gotten to our ending yet. And you're not gonna. They're going to. It's just one more They're season. They're not gonna. Just give them a season as a treat. Buddy, they canned a filmed movie. Uh-huh. Do you think David Zaslav looks at a theoretical season five as anything but fat to be cut off of a budget? I'm convinced Ed Harris is just standing behind him with a Lamat revolver. I think that's why this is continuing on. Excuse me? We're not getting any more Ed Harris. But it's his favorite show. He's going to advocate it for itself. I'll tell you what, though. Tessa Thompson on Instagram. <laughs> She's the antagonist. Yeah. She's the main antagonist and zero posting. It really does build around her, build up to her arc in this episode. And I thought she had a really cool and satisfying ending. So I'm surprised there wasn't at least a like, you know, one of those send offs where they like weirdly thank the catering people instead of anybody else. Like, I thought it'd be <laughs> one of those, you know, like where they're just like, she doesn't even give them a, it was so great to work on Westworld. It's just yeah. like, I gave you the post at the start of the season. You're not getting anything else busy on my contractual <laughs> obligations, which is wild because her posting on Instagram could double their viewership. <laughs> yes. She literally has more Instagram followers than they have viewers. By, whoa, by a, by a factor, factor of a hundred. Factors, yeah. We go from Stephen Ogg to some 
I think the security guy from season two. Then we go to this weird sniper kid who I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Did, I, did, I was there a video game that, reference there I didn't get? No, it's just fucking sniper. I mean, it obviously reminded me of a ton of video games. Uh, Fortnite, Dead Rising. We did get one of my absolute favorite things, which is a uh, sniper guy looting corpses. Yeah. If you're going to kill people and you're not going to loot their corpses, that's half the fun of killing. You use the whole buffalo, as they say, <laughs> in first-person exactly. shooters. <laughs> Which, think? by the way, we got to fucking, we got to do an episode about Prey. It whipped ass. I, I've never seen a single Predator movie. I'm down to watch it. I don't even... How have you not seen a single Predator movie? Because none of them ever looked interesting. You didn't even watch Alien versus Predator? No. Just to be like, I watched the Alien half of this movie? I mean, I watched Alien, and then I watched, I think I saw, I think I saw the bad David Fincher one in theaters when I first Alien? started dating. Alien yeah. 3? In 1994? No, it must have been the fourth one. It was the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the stupid uh, French guy with the Joss Whedon script. My, my point is, my history with Alien isn't that great, and I definitely don't care about Predator. So when you combine them, like, I'm just not, I'm not getting All right, all right. But sure, I'll watch it, but, like, I won't know what's going on. I mean, Amber Midthunder is a god. She fucking rips up that entire movie. It's amazing. And there is a dog <laughs> that does such amazing dog acting. <laughs> it's an American dingo, which is one of those like primal breeds. Oh. And they adopted it two weeks before. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Listen, you, you might have sold me just with adorable dog. The dog is fucking amazing. Shout out to Sari. I love her. Back at Governor's Island and the Tower, I was at Governor's Island this weekend. There's an overpriced and overcredited spa there. The food trucks are nice. I can see why you'd set up camp there. <laughs> what do you think about Dolores not having an arc in the show while Hale does? It's very, I mean, her arc is her sort of becoming conscious to the fact that she is the city, essentially. Like, she is what's controlling all of this world. Mm-hmm. Where so, but I do think you're right that she's more of a, in a holding pattern for whatever's going to happen in season five. Whereas where this was sort of Hale's, you know, final swan song, and I guess and I guess I'm okay with that. But I do have no idea how. I mean, season five is if we're to believe what happens at the end of this episode will be entirely simulated, so it can also bring back anybody they want. They said that some of the deaths are permanent but a lot of people are going to be coming back, theoretically. Right. So, listen, let's just say Tessa Thompson's gone for sure. Oh, absolutely. Tessa Thompson's gone for sure. Ed Harris is gone for sure. I suppose we're going to see Caleb and his daughter again because of the fucking Bernard copying them. Yeah. I'm assuming that the Bernard copying them was a... I know this is what's going to happen. I'm going to upload all of you to Sublime because apparently all life on all sentient life on Earth is going to be fucking dead. That's a really good point. I'd sort of forgotten about him scanning them. Yeah. But that, I mean, that obviously has to lead into season five and all of the simulation. So yeah. I assume Stubbs uh, is going to come back. Uh, what a, okay, we're going to, we're going to get to Stubbs. Yeah, like, let's we'll let's get keep Stubbs. moving forward. So make me stronger, leave my scars. How do you like the the teardown, the moving of her back into the metallic body, the when when they say make her stronger, which by the way I think harkens back to the season three poster, which features 
just one of the old mechs in the middle of the desert? Uh, buddy, it harkens back to the old uh, one-gen Dolores body. Oh, yeah, yeah. W- with Dolores's head and the metal t- uh, skeleton. Right, certainly. That is, that is, it is a first-gen host. But also specifically, when I think when people saw the poster for season three, we all imagine that being sort of Dolores specifically out in the mm-hmm. middle of the desert instead of being Hale. And I think that was a nice twist and it was well done. And I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, I did appreciate that Tessa Thompson was like, unlock the entire tech tree. <laughs> I also appreciated that she was like, keep my face because I'm Tessa Thompson, bitch. <laughs> This face rules. Yeah. Oh, no. It's a it's a nice face. I recommend it. Even split open. So the video from Bernard, which they they got me. <laughs> I didn't think that it was going to be addressed to hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When when I we could obviously see the hands and we're like, who's not white? Obviously, it's Frankie. And then they're like, <laughs> uh, we got you because you're dumb. And I, I am dumb. I'm very yeah. dumb. It turns out. No, I agree. You're dumb. We have Hale watching the video. Bernard addressed the video to Hale. Yeah. This isn't the world you want, wanted, Charlotte, but the question is, what happens next? And one of the big things that is a big ask for this episode is that they've basically given up on this being a human extinction event. Like, they're like, they're, everybody has agreed on that, which is kind of a big ask for followers of an entertainment show who like to follow characters that they enjoy. Yeah, all of the humans are dead. And all of the hosts, pretty much. Like, we're even going back to, like, copies of them I mean, that are going to be buddy, in the great beyond. Mm. Bodies aren't what define us. I, that's what they tell us. Yeah, it's and all what? the brain, the mind, the, um, the essential anima. I do think they're setting it up to be like, well, one of the ways we cut costs to make season five happen was bringing entirely new actors and actresses. <laughs> Yeah, no, nobody gets that. Uh, uh, I've been on the show for multiple seasons of uh, paper. <laughs> yeah, not happening even for a second. I can't believe they moved the production to Romania and uh, completely eliminated all the SAG actors. <laughs> At least just they, a bunch of Romanian extras. Uh, just the HBO version of a fan-created season five of Westworld. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I feel like the fans are going to have to create season five. I would prefer that to a comic book. I don't, just don't give me the comic book ending. <laughs> you five. are, no, oh no, my god, no! Don't give you me the graphic are, novel ending. You are overestimating the importance of Westworld to the Warner Brothers uh, Discovery uh, Empire. If you think they're going to waste resources on a comic book, listen. There are four football stadiums worth of us who are going to rush <laughs> HBO. <laughs> <laughs> and demand that this get made. I cannot wait to see the ratings for this last episode. I, oh man, it's gonna it's gonna spike back so hard. People were just waiting. They didn't they didn't want to be cliff hung. They wanted to wait for the final ratings. Do you think? Yeah, it hits a point two. No, it's gonna it's gonna be above point five. It's gonna be above point five, buddy. It's gonna be the most watched episode of Westworld in years. I'm going to say point two nine. <laughs> you're just you're just saying things to hurt me. You know that numbers are the way to hurt me. Two hundred and ninety thousand people, <laughs> and you're just leaning into it. That's yeah. a lot of people <laughs> to individually fight. Yeah. If you were doing a stand-up comedy show and two hundred and ninety thousand people showed up, you'd be like, "Wow, good crowd." <laughs> what? I want to find a television show uh-huh. whose entire audience I can fight. <laughs> I mean, Party Down already stopped existing. Oh, oh. 
I could fight. All, I I feel like I could take all ten thousand party down fans. Not yeah. not in a row. <laughs> no, let's be clear. There's more fans than that, but live viewers when the show is on the air. Yeah, yeah. They, I, yeah, they do feel like they're rather malnourished <laughs> as a people. Yeah. So Dolores and Teddy. Walking through the rubble unscathed, everyone out there is real. Everyone except me. I think the team on Westworld decided that the fans couldn't understand their complicated switch-redo, timey-wimey endings, and they felt like they needed to bring it home a little harder this season. And it just comes as patronizing and over the top because they they think they're being patronizing and over the top. The clip show, the fucking Westworld clip show that they showed us to pad the running time. Yeah, I, I can't deal with it. I do think they were wrong. I think a lot of people just got to the end of the seasons and were just like, what the fuck happened? And like, you could piece it together. Buddy, they literally addressed all of my criticisms, which I assume another writer in the room was like, hey, here's all the plot holes that we have to address. <laughs> the fucking all of the guys that interacted with her, that weirdo. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure that there were like 50 other scenes where people interacted with her. I also think like she's sort of experiencing the world like like partially through simulation, partially through AR. Like it's OK. It's very weird. We saw some we saw some AR glasses in this show. <laughs> Do you think we ever get actual AR glasses? Do you think the HoloLens ever actually comes out? Uh, yeah. 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 The the what what the magic leap? Is that what it's called? I, I don't remember, but I mean they've there there's already been like affordable tech demos of this stuff that like when I say affordable, like I just mean that like somebody like could feasibly three, $4, buy thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Th- so where you're saying like, oh, in five years that'll be actually affordable where like people mm. could just buy it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna I think for a minute people thought that, that was how we were gonna replace phones, but I think people are just happy with their stupid phones. Yeah. I would much rather have my phone separate from my glasses. I mean, yeah, I've seen what Ed Harris looks like now wearing one of these sets of glasses, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> like a fucking asshole. <laughs> you look like such a dipshit. There's nothing worse than, like, somebody who's, like, like whole look is, like, from another generation, and they put on some modern piece. Like, if you, it'd be like if you put on, you know, like, Yeezys. Like, it's just, just the most offensive thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Yeezys fit the Westworld aesthetic more than anything. They do, but not the man in black. <laughs> man in black going full Yeezy? I mean, maybe that would get them over half a million viewers. <laughs> someone else left the map for Christina. The people in my life. Someone put them there for a reason. <gasps> Who could it be? She did. She did. It was which her. The, which I, I do think... In previous seasons of Westworld, the last episode would have been all they gave you. Like, you can figure out everything she's, like, elucidating in the last episode. We talked about it in the last podcast. Yeah. No, we all guessed. Well, I mean, I guessed Digital Ghost. You were just like, what? But yeah, it was close enough that, like, I could go back and, like, oh, it was a Digital Ghost. You know, where now... Digital fucking Ghost. And I feel like this season, they just want to be like, this is exactly what we did. Here's the little blocks that lead you there. It's because they took all of the people being like, I don't know what happens in Westworld, which you have to be fucking stupid not to understand uh, this basic television show. It's not, I mean, it's pretty confusing. Is it? It's uh, compared to other television shows that are on, yes. There is there was one world and then there was another world in a computer. I mean, I'm I'm saying like not, maybe not compared to like most animes, but like compared to most prestige television that people. Watch. I 
I want you to even have to watch one 800 plus episode show. No, why? One. The, the, the social pressure to remain relevant by watching all thousand episodes of One Piece is oh, just. Look at who obnoxious. suggested One Piece to you. I, it just keeps coming up and I resent it. Every time I don't get a reference because One Piece came around, I'm mad. You, you shouldn't watch One Piece. It's like, a, it's, it's one of those, it's like Dragon Ball Z where it's like, you started watching this as a kid and now you're still watching it. Uh, okay. Well, honestly, you saying that to me is the greatest gift you've ever given. <laughs> yeah. I don't even watch One Piece. So the people, Christina creates aren't is this is I think they're supposed to be not as realistic because they're a copy of a copy as per the generation loss. Yeah, it is Dolores basically making up stupid uh, side characters for her to interact with. So she's not lonely. Yeah, but I find that uh, I find the idea that the characters that Christina creates aren't as good as the characters that human creates really stupid and easy and just a kind of a betrayal to the concept of Westworld that like it's this, you know, evolved kind of humanity and that like robots actually, you know, do have the creative abilities that humans have. And it doesn't make any sense. Like why? Like I liked it better when I thought they were just bad actors. This is Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy pitching why they can't be replaced by computers. <laughs> They're like, you can't replace us. Look what will happen. The dialogue will be terrible. It'll be awful. Yeah. But by the way, I saw Evan Rachel Wood say R O B O T S and she pronounces it robots. And robots? I, I spit water out of my mouth when I heard that Evan. <laughs> also, do you think Ariana Bose was just completely wasted? Yes. I and I yes, absolutely just completely wasted. Do you wasted. think Evan Rachel Wood was completely wasted this season? No, she she really had a showcase part in this and she got to do a lot of great things. I don't think you could argue that she had a bad performance. In this show, I think it did her a lot of credit. I think it's one of those where you're like, too bad about that show you were in is the worst that you would get from that. I don't think it hurt her or people's perception of her. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, it's not hurting anybody's perception of her because people would have to watch it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, Ivan, I, a lot of people watched it, like 320,000 people. 320,000. And if you went back to 1980s, fucking <laughs> failure show, can, shows got canceled before they finished their run for those numbers. <laughs> More people watched one episode of Carson than watched all of Westworld. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Carson was pulling like 30 million people a night. It's absurd. Yeah. It's so weird to look back at that shit. I lost my mind when Hale stepped on the board. You can't step on the board. Okay. Why did that bother me so much? I'm going to say that Tess Thompson uh, stepping on the city. Uh, yeah, that's pretty nice. I gotta, I gotta admit, that was pretty fun. <laughs> but also, did you start screaming when it turned out the cracks were the maze? The cracks were the maze, yes. I the, I, I like that sort of just uh, easy visual. What? No, it's not bad. What's wrong with that? Uh, so it just so happened that when mm -hmm. he stepped on this it it mm -hmm. randomly happened to make the exact pattern of mm -hmm. the mix yes that i i mean maybe if you'd watched more one piece you'd understand why this is <laughs> listen no, no that, it's, that's more of an anime thing than anything fucking yeah it really is making a cool symbol when you yeah. when you when you step on the ground and i i'm kind of annoyed that we just found out that like 
it's Dolores's brain pro like running the map in the whole city because that's such a cool idea. That's the thing. There were there were a few ideas this season that I thought were really cool. Yeah. Fucking human world. I thought it was hilarious. Very funny. The fact that they actually went and killed every human character from seasons one through three. Goals. That's ballsy. That's yeah. ballsy. I have to give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, the rest of it was fucking dog shit. I still think it was ultimately a very successful season with some very weird lines of dialogue. That's str- well, listen, honey, art is the enemy of truth. And as we all know, the truth is you need to get your pussy eaten. So we get Stubbs, Stubbs, Caleb, and Frankie. Caleb's still doing the Batman voice, which annoys me every time I hear him <laughs> yeah, for Caleb, the first time ever. Caleb episode. is doing the, I'm not melting. <laughs> I'm your father. <laughs> And Stubbs tries to help a bro out, but he will not listen. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, this being the episode that we lose Stubbs, I just feel like I ultimately wanted more for him, even though he's ultimately a support character. Yeah, he was. He's he's meat. He's meat guy. Yeah, Hemsworths get routinely typecast as meat guys. I just feel like if you're going to keep somebody like that around for four seasons, you give him a bigger send off than this. Yeah, didn't you want him to have like more of a fight scene with Clementine? I got so excited when he started going after that fly-infested human. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he had some fucking moves. Yeah, it was just like, oh shit, we got we got full stubs. And then for that to last like 15 seconds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was a heartbreaker. So we get Charlotte Hale. She's gone full leather. Oh yeah. How much did this look like fucking Valkyrie's outfit? It, it looked like Valkyrie's outfit. Also, I was just like, hmm... Feels like some sort of bat girl character. It'd be crazy if they'd made a movie about that. <laughs> oh, they're gonna cancel. They're gonna cancel Westworld just because of that joke. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "This is too close. Anything close to that, we're getting rid of." <laughs> what's with that? What, what's with the weird like Gaussian blur that they turned on during all of the Dolores scenes when her uh, her world is melting? Oh, I mean, so I think I think you were just watching on, I'm going to guess, a less than 55-inch iPad. It might have been a less than 55-inch iPad. It didn't seem like a weird Gaussian blur to you? No, it was not a Gaussian blur. It was more like it, it like fell into shingles that kind of looked like individual polygons that made up the world. It was, mm. it was a decent effect. I okay. liked it for what they were going for. Um, so Clementine and Hale... Like, Stubbs is the one character who I thought was underserved and then was awesome for a second. And this is like, where is this Angela Seraphian been? Like, Clementine in this is awesome and terrifying. And I want nothing more than, the, than to follow her character for another four seasons. Yeah. yeah. They, they're so far out the map, even you couldn't reach them. Ohio. <laughs> I thought this was really great stuff. Coming from Clementine, I just wish this arc had started, like, four episodes earlier. Yeah, yeah, she did not get enough to do. No, no, absolutely not. I'm And, and like, just the idea of, like, you could use some help, and I'm designed to be helpful. Like, the, the idea of her not really having choice because the way she was designed to was to want to help other people, and the way that corresponds with the real world, and roles that people are assigned by, I don't know, maybe gender. Like, I thought there was a lot of interesting stuff there that they just gave themselves, like, 20 minutes to try and work out. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the Man in Black, and how funny is it that the Man in Black has an evil headshot that Tessa Thompson is looking at? His head is, like, half wreathed in shadow. It's like, who took this headshot? <laughs> you could not submit this to any comedy club. 
That's how you tell that it's self-submitted headshots <laughs> into the system. Somebody needs to be checking these. You can't have props. You need to be able to see the full mm-hmm. face. You need a full three three light system. And no, he's like, I want to be badass. What's your name? My name is Ninja. You can't be Ninja in the system. You notice? William died. We followed William for four seasons of television without knowing his last name. Yeah. Has there ever been a character who like whose last name we were just never told and it wasn't like a cool plot point? I'm sure there's an example if I thought long enough, but nothing is popping to mind. Why does he have a last name? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it really doesn't. I mean, it it's is like kind of... if he was never human, that would make more sense. But he was a guy. He was a dude. He was a guy. He was Jimmy Simpson. He was he was Jimmy Simpson back in the day. He By would the have way, had do you name. think Jimmy Simpson posted about the show? <laughs> I don't know. Should we check? <laughs> I want you. Okay. Does Ed Harris have an Instagram? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. I want you to look at Ed Harris's Instagram right now. Jimmy Simpson has a post from some other movie. Mm-hmm. I don't see Westworld up there. All right. And now let's look up Ed Harris Instagram. Ed Ed K. Harris, playwright, poet, and professional dyslexic. Wrong Ed Harris. <laughs> that, that is not the right Ed Harris. No. All right. Let's try this again. Ed Harris Instagram. Um, no, he's not on. He there, The Ed Harris Appreciation Society is on there, and I'm guessing that's not him. Can you imagine being at Harris and having, like, your agent tell you you need to get on Instagram? I think that would just involve the agent asking the question and Ed Harris just literally not moving in response, staring at his agent. <laughs> he, he doesn't respond. His, his eyes don't even twitch. Yeah, doesn't blink. And then his agent's like, or we could have an intern do that. <laughs> Ed Harris doesn't respond and he's like, yeah, we'll just have an intern do that. Check Evan Rachel Woods Insta. I she I'm pretty sure she did. Evan Because she's Evan? she's very active. Yeah. What? Not a thing? No, like literally her page isn't up. Um like Evan Rachel Woods. Sorry, this page isn't available. Like it got taken Oh wow. Down. What's happening? This is how bad this season of television was. <laughs> it, it made Evan Rachel Wood leave Instagram. All right, I'm going to click on this one more time and see if it comes up. No, her page is down. <laughs> what the hell? Did you look at Tessa Thompson's to see if she's posted anything yet? I did. She hasn't. <laughs> how, how much do you have to not give a shit? Her, she posted a picture of her, a vintage picture of her mother who looks very much like her. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. That that's the most recent update. So that's mm-hmm. yeah, it's not getting a lot, but I'm pretty sure maybe because Evan Rachel Wood did post about Westworld, they took her account down. They're like, we're not seeing any of this across our platforms. <laughs> then you, legally, you cannot post about Westworld. On <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that all of these companies, like Instagram and HBO, are both owned by the Shinehart Wood Wig Company. There has never been more of a fucking Shinehart Wig Company situation than the HBO situation. Yeah, it's ridiculous. How did Discovery get all of the power in this merger? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's it has big succession vibes. Like, who are these dipshits running this giant media company? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... I, I feel like they're going to cancel succession. <laughs> <laughs> because it's about them? They're just like, ah, oh, we don't like the message. Yes. <laughs> because it's very clearly being written about the people running HBO and Discovery Plus. Absolutely. We get a great touching scene... 
with Frankie. You kind of skipped over the entire Ed Harris getting yeah. shot at scene yeah. where he where we start with him playing Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. Ed Harris as the man in black listening to Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash is the opposite of Ed Harris putting on AR glasses. Like it's like super fitting and perfect. And I was like, I can't believe they held off this long to make this happen. Uh, so he gets shot at and uh, fucking... At some point, he says some people don't appreciate a beautiful machine about his dumb-looking truck. Excuse you. About, about, uh, listen, I'm not a big truck aficionado, but an early 90s, late 80s Dodge Ram diesel pickup truck is a beautiful machine. Also, there's the double entendre. He's talking about himself clearly yeah. in that situation. Absolutely. Some people don't appreciate a beautiful machine. Also, when you think about it, Johnny, uh, Johnny Cash inspiring the men in black the Men in Black did kind of shoot the world in Reno just to watch it die. <laughs> That's basically what he's doing. That's his entire plan in this episode. Yeah, his entire plan is he's going to blow up robot heaven. He's some sort of fallen robot that has come to destroy heaven. I still don't understand why you would put robot heaven in like a physical place on Earth. That's like a server farm that that, by the way, is not going to have anybody doing maintenance. No, I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm trying to turn off my, my storage professional brain. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is not a good backup solution. I was, there's a moment that happens a little bit further in the episode where the man in black goes there and like switches it and everything starts failing. And I was just like, there are no redundancies. <laughs> yeah. He, he just, tur- he just uh, flips the there's switch. There's a kill the turn- server button. Who did this? He hits the big red button. I thought we had all of the data like inscribed into rock for a thousand years or some shit. <laughs> this is the, it's like the most sensitive setup. Like, why yeah. would you trust robot heaven in this situation? <laughs> we have we have stored all of the robots on fifty two playing cards stacked into a tower. <laughs> <laughs> They're just it's punch cards. It's just <laughs> hundreds of billions of punch cards. It is so satisfying to get video game analogies back into Westworld this season. Like, they are some of the most fun part of this television show. You, you've you turned my world into a game. Now I'm playing on expert level. <laughs> that, that, that might be the dumb line in this. Yeah, I, as, much, as much as I just said that the game analogies are some of my favorite part, it's not fun when they point it out. <laughs> it's fun when it's implicit. When you're like, hey, he has an axe and he's killing zombies, just like Dead Rising. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. that's the fun part. <sighs> it's, uh, ah. We have the touching scene with Frank and Caleb. We find out Uwade died of cancer, which any long running series, if we don't, that goes over decades and nobody dies of cancer, sus. Everybody's dying oh, of cancer. Especially a mom. Oh, no. I'm just talking about compared to, like, what people actually die of in real life. Like, somebody had to have died of cancer. <laughs> well, yeah. I just, I I usually go see uh, my mom died of cancer in television shows yes. as, like, the easiest shorthand to generate sympathy for a character. I mean, I, it's, yeah, it's a thing that happens a lot, and it's very sympathetic. Oh, no, my fictional mom! Well, I mean... Oh, no, my your... mom who's not real! I mean, I would when it, when you say it like that, it seems less <laughs> effective than when the play when the character thinks of it as their actual mother. <laughs> That's different vibes. So Stubbs starts out this next scene being awesome, and I should have known it was his last scene when he stopped being inept or put upon. Well, like, <laughs> as soon as he took some agency and started being awesome, I should have known there was a thirty second. There was an egg timer on his life. Oh yeah, he's he's on that Pomodoro tam- timer for being cool, <laughs> and. 
By the way, may all our pathetic lives end right after we do the coolest shit we've ever done. <laughs> I, I'm going to do a backflip and immediately die. <laughs> I want to do a backflip, shoot a blind three-pointer to win a basketball game, and then have a heart attack right there on the floor. That's what, that's what I, I feel like if life. you tried to shoot a three-pointer, you would have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm not in terrible shape. I'm just <laughs> fat. Mm. I'm just mm. fat. I promise you. Uh, uh, Ask me how many miles I've walked in the past week. <laughs> how many miles have you walked in? 30 fucking miles, bitch. That? <laughs> 30 miles over seven days is big to you. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All that's right. decent. That's a, that, you know what? I'm going to give that. Yeah, tell give me, that you. you look at your fucking health. Made it right now on your phone and tell me what it says. You want me to count my steps? I will never count my steps. Theoretically, millions of them <laughs> i have an infinite amount of theoretical steps that i could take that I, I guess so uh clementine comes in and fucking just shoves a was it a piece of glass she yeah. just shoves a piece of glass into fucking stuffs his face she is the scariest person i've seen in this world i'm i'm not that familiar with her all the movies she's been in but if, if there's a movie where she plays like a lead villain i want to see that movie immediately because i've i was more scared of her innately in this like three seconds than i have been of anybody in this whole show like she has fucking evil chemistry and it's amazing yeah she's like oh how many bullets do you have in that gun two one zero this is why you never let them read the ammo counter when you always keep it facing you (laughs) when you see a character saying the obvious line that you predicted and you're still like oh shit that was good like that's a good performance (laughs) when when frankie says i would die before telling you and then she says no you will die after you tell me i was like oh shit (laughs) like i was like i was i hope she doesn't see me after she kills frankie frankie's not making it uh, so, uh, Caleb comes in and does the, no, I'm a dad, mm. uh, move and starts trying to fight her and it, it, it doesn't go well. He looks like a degrading host versus a supervillain. So did you notice what section she pushed him into? Um, Milk. say it again. Dairy. It's the, you think that was a milk reference to the... Yes, 100%. No. I hate 100%. that. 100%. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> uh, so, I gotta say, fucking Edel Serafian, never do the slow neck snap. Yeah. If you're gonna snap somebody's neck, you just do one movement, bam. I mean, this is a television show that leans into the monologue or taking a dramatic pause and then that killing you? Yes. We need a lot more fast movers in this show. Uh, Frankie comes in and was like, Hey, I recounted one bullet. <laughs> yeah, she's like, there's one in the chamber on these things. Did you know that? <laughs> He's like, I knew the clip was empty. I forgot about the one in the chamber. She, she does the just like appear and start saying a quip. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I was an evil robot, the second she starts talking, I fucking launch myself at her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels like one of those spaces where you would expect a parody to be like, I don't know why they start talking when they could be shooting. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then it is very kind of Clementine to give her a moment to get her quip off. Like, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just, I feel like it's just standard rules. Like in a duel where you don't turn around for 10 steps, it's a similar courtesy. So we go to Dolores, uh, who is... I, I was never quite sure how host experience just being a pearl. Yeah. No, I, like, I, I, and me neither. In Dolores's case, it seems like she is existing in like a virtual environment within the pearl. 
Yeah, it seems like it's a Nintendo Switch situation. Like, you can run independently or you can be docked. Yeah. But which is weird. No Wi-Fi. Given how technically advanced they are, no Wi-Fi that could connect to the network, unlike the Switch, which has Wi-Fi. And we get one last Ariana DeBose scene. Yeah, they brought her. They probably filmed this after she won the Oscar, and they're like, "We got to put her in the last episode." We we really need to. She was not in the last. She was not in the previous episode at all. No, I except in flashbacks and clip shows. <laughs> uh, so, how these people think they know what a tree is? What the fuck are you talking about? I I mean, I guess it's making some sort of statement about like people not really questioning the nature of their world on a deep level. Like as soon as you start thinking about what something actually is, it falls apart, which I, is Are you is saying I don't fine. know what a fucking tree is? I mean, uh, listen. Are you telling me I don't know what a tree is? Are you telling me that I'm stupider than a squirrel? Tell you what, buddy. I'll give you 50 bucks if you can build a tree. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> it's very hard. They're very complex things. It turns out you don't understand what a tree is. And I hated when Ariana DeBose dropped the I choose to see the beauty in this world line. Yeah, it's it's one of those lines that I feel like is defining for Dolores as a character. But also, it just feels like she's moved so far past that that it just didn't feel right. It didn't ring true. Also, she's literally just talking to herself. Like, why are you trying to get off lines and quips and stuff to yourself? There's there's something to, I mean, being our specific age, where if I see two people talking on a bench, I just assume I'm watching Forrest Gump. <laughs> like I just, that's, that's fair. I can't go anywhere else with it. If they're eating chocolates, that's fair. So William arrives at the humor, Hoover Dam. The great beyond is visible. The fucking giant reality sphincter is just on display. It is a good effect. Like, every time I see it, I, I enjoy it quite a lot. He just walks in, and fucking Hale follows him at the slowest sexy pace. It's like, listen, I know that all of you guys are sexy, but you can't just saunter everywhere. This show is literally an experiment in trying to prove you wrong. You can saunter <laughs> everywhere you need to go, and you will arrive at the exact right time that you need to. And we have made a lot of jokes about Chekhov, but this is the first time that we've had an actual Chekhov's gun. He planted the gun. A literal Chekhov's gun. Yeah, he fl- yeah. he planted it in the hallway. And then I kept being like, what are they going to do with that gun? Who's going to pick up that gun? When they showed William in the hallway, I was like, he's going to pick up the gun. I don't even think he needs a gun. He already has one, but maybe he'll get that one. I was a better William than he ever was. All right, what's his last name? <laughs> I hope we get a fifth season just to keep that bit going. (laughs) Similarly to Clementine being really cool in this episode and wishing that they had given her more time, this William that sort of has come to believe that he is the evolved William, like has really come into his own, but like thinks he's a previous person that existed despite not having that person's memories is fascinating, and I think Ed Harris acting basically as William instead of as host William is very compelling, and I wish we would have gotten more of that over the course of the season instead of having it sort of just be this one scene almost. It felt like they really, like, somehow rushed the ending, but also had this incredibly slow middle. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the classic fifth grader drawing bubble letters on a piece of paper. 
and running out of space? I still run out of space. Uh, the dad Hernandez sometimes curves around the side of the page. Happy B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-B-I-R-T-H-
just give me like one three minute scene of robots eating a pot of dolphins and you don't need to make the rest of the series oh my god i just realized they even have the like giant giraffe things that are the towers that, all next yeah it's all next yeah. it's gonna be it's it's gonna be i i don't know we'll see i guess you can make a good adaptation i just don't have <laughs> no you fucking i'm not gonna give netflix any credit listen as long as you bowls in charge of it <laughs> might as well be so frankie and caleb make it to adina's boat i believe you skipped over hail straight up crushing william's uh pearl Oh, yes. Yeah, she excavated his goddamn skull. Yes, she she does. And where, I mean, this is the second William I've seen die in two episodes, so I'm less attached to this one. (laughs) We we really can't trust Ed Harris to stay dead. No. And again, he's got his Lamat revolver. He's standing behind the executives at HBO and soon Discovery Plus. He's going to make this fifth season happen. (laughs) I have faith in him. Also, isn't it kind of stupid that uh, Hale doesn't have any extra clips? Yes. Yes. it's. A, I mean, Bernard could have left an extra clip behind there. How are you a robot going into battle with a fucking leather battle bag on you and you don't have extra clips? <laughs> She's like, it, it wouldn't really have gone with the outfit. <laughs> the costume designer screwed me here. Uh, so Caleb and uh, Frankie have this, I got to live every parent's greatest dream. I didn't have to pay for college. <laughs> Frankie and Caleb make it to Odina's boat. I have to give them credit for establishing a meaningful relationship between Frankie and Caleb in basically a single season. Mm -hmm. And the Super Meet Caleb episode really actually made me feel his connection with her a lot more. And I think was the standout set piece episode of the season. I thought that was really well done. Mm -hmm. And so as I was having emotions watching these two together i was like okay hbo did a good job i didn't think i could care about caleb ever yeah i did love when they started to have their heart to hawk and odina just walked out of the scene i mean yeah it did feel like the writers were very attached to odina but they never actually gave her anything to do this season yeah they thought the actor was cool but it's like they didn't give the character any no, uh, you know, ho- hopefully they give the actor some money. I mean, listen, if you're in Hollywood and all you're doing is just getting your friends cash, I respect it. That last Matrix movie was basically an excuse to buy the Sensei cast new apartments. Yeah, that, which, well done. And yeah. uh, there's there's 90% of movies commit atrocities a thousand times worse than that. So if yeah. a, a, little bit, a little bit of getting some coin in your friend's bags, I, I love it. Caleb? doesn't go with them no is it just because he doesn't want her to watch him die right yeah yeah definitely that i mean that's what i assumed i mean and because it's it's hideous and scary or do you think this is a fake out i there's and he his body doesn't actually fall apart here's the answer that i feel the 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 reality is that i am i'm charlie brown with the football and i want to believe that the host can live inside of the body Every time it happens, even though we've literally seen 500 instances where it does not work out and the technology has not been improved. But yeah. I would love, I would love if there was a next episode where somebody's like, all we have to do is co-frame the mangle board. And then all of a sudden he's like able to live within this host body and is fully Caleb. I, I would love that, but I don't think that's what's happening. I don't think that's what's happening. I'm just like, he had an emotional breakthrough. He gets to live forever. Yeah, listen, once a robot manages its emotions, they're immortal. 
Yes, exactly. They can't be defeated. I don't know why. I, I don't know why media is so obsessed with emotions. Overrated. So they start closing the reality butthole. Everything starts <laughs> to fucking uh, uh, steam is coming out of everywhere. Yeah. The the lights turn red. Classic. Yep, it's it's doing all this stuff. Hale turns she turns off the meltdown server button, which again, why is that there? <laughs> and everything immediately goes back to fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just like don't worry, we'll now operate perfectly for another thousand years, apparently. So we go to Dolores and Teddy. See, you are my greatest love. You're talking to yourself, Ivan. Can you say you can write? A similar scene from within your brain? <laughs> I'm, listen, I am my greatest love. <laughs> and while you're saying that, wouldn't you like to have multiple people, maybe one of them's hot, populate that world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, why not? It just sounds like an understandable instinct. If if I was going to populate somebody within my world to, to support me and tell me I'm beautiful, it would probably be James Marsden. Yeah, uh, so they continue to have fucking zero chemistry. And did you notice? Soft version of the theme song. That's how we know it's his final episode. Yeah, I don't I don't think we're gonna see James Marsden. This this felt like a, a last hurrah. No more of him. Oh no, no. He said I'm in the sublime confinement. You're right. We're definitely gonna see more James Marsden. This is not a last hurrah. <laughs> oh no, no, no. We're not going to see more James Marsden because we the show's gonna be fucking canceled. Season five. We're definitely gonna see some more of him. Their codes are written in their cells. They'll never change. I think that was the piece of dialogue I hated the most because it was just so tortured. You could, you could read it as tortured, and I grant you valid reading. But also, <laughs> I I like to believe that this is like hosts, like racist superstitions about humans. <laughs> like we're like flesh bags, codes. these meat sacks. I mean, I would love to write some like anti-human propaganda by hosts where it's just like their DNA is unchanging. The only evolution they make is mistakes in copying. They're basically a bad Xerox machine. We're the ones who now to evolve and change ourselves and live forever. Like it's, it's just, it's a funny idea to imagine that that's like the core of sort of the anti-human brigade of the hosts. Dolores Dolores shows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, I, I'm going to play a game, a dangerous game, the most dangerous game. It So a couple of things. First of all, until you said it, I didn't make the connection to Saw. Uh, no, I was making the connection to the most dangerous game. Right. So that was the other Hunting thing. people. Right. I was going to make the joke about that, but literally... That's all we've been doing this season. It's not, it's not, we've been playing the most dangerous game. We have been playing, fucking those humans have not been making out of that dangerous game. No, I, I mean, it's, if it's more dangerous than that, we need a new term. The most dangerous or game. The most is dangerous game. All right. Red. Mm-hmm. Did you correctly identify the string quartet tribute within five seconds? Oh, no, I did, I, I'm not trying to know what you're talking about. Radiohead pyramid song. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. The second I saw, the second I heard, dun, dun, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I was like, CGI, CGI whale. It's very strange. Like I know, I like obviously Radiohead was a big thing, and then it was like the thing nerdy college guys listened to to the extent that it became a meme. But it's like the idea that somehow Radiohead is like our Beatles when it comes to musical references is just wrong. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't think that that 
Radiohead is our Fab Four. You don't love that, that how all of those kids get the Tom York haircut? <laughs> In prestige media. You go to a Tom, you go to a Radiohead concert, all of those screaming preteen girls. I can't wait till we get the updated that thing you do based around Radiohead instead of the Beatles. <laughs> I, I don't know. Bugs me. It bugs me as all. They will only live as long as the last creature that remembers them. A Galapagos tortoise. <laughs> I like that line is such a good threat. And like, if you said to somebody else, like you only live as long as the last person who remembers you. And that's going to be me. Like, Oh, like that's a, that is a direct threat at your life by that person. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good. One. Uh, so we go to Hale mm-hmm. who has ripped off all of her bottom skin and is just like upper torso, Tessa Thompson, fucking the rest metal skeleton. Uh, she's looking over a beautiful lake and, and just, pulls her own pearl out of her head and crushes it. That scene ruled. That was pretty good. That was pretty badass. That Listen, I was making fun of anime earlier. That was the most animation I've ever seen, <laughs> and I loved it. I, I was like, wait a second, but don't, don't they deactivate when they remove the pearl? I assume... It's like, how long does that computer work if you rip the CPU out? <laughs> so I, I think that you're sending the body commands... And that the body has the ability to keep executing the commands without the control pearl. <laughs> it's not powered by That's the fair. pearl. It makes a lot of sense to me, but I, I just love the idea that there's a grab pearl and crush in the palm of your hand command. Tessa Thompson, I assume, is completely out of the show. I, yes, I, I feel like they couldn't have created a more direct way of saying, like, no more hail. No more hail. Yeah. J- just not. I mean, because obviously the original hail. I mean, hail isn't her own person. Hale is Dolores. Right. Hale was never Charlotte Hale's consciousness. We've been calling her that. It's started with Dolores' consciousness that was copied over when they left the park. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this actress, I would think, is done. There's no reason for her to be around anymore at this point. Yeah. And if her Instagram is any indication, she's fine with it. Or heartbroken over it and can't bring herself to face it. <laughs> you really think so? Do you think that Tessa Thompson is doing anything but having the time of her life? I, I think that Tessa Thompson feels moved by her time on Westworld. <laughs> and just, it, it, it hurts her heart to face it directly. All right, so we go back to Westworld, Westworld, I guess? Is this, is this then... Like shooting an overlay over the real world, or are we fully in a computer? My understanding is we're fully in a computer. We're fully in the sublime. And yes, and I, I mean, obviously, given the structure of prestige shows like this, and specifically the idea of loops in Westworld, the last season had to take place inside of quote unquote the park. Mm-hmm. But I was the whole season. I was kind of wondering, like, how are they going to get us there? Like, I just don't see how they could get back to the actual park. And it seems the entire like, time, yeah. I was just, please get us back to fucking Westworld. Yeah, I'm tired of all of this stupid fucking generic cyberpunk dog shit. Which, how sad is that? Mm-hmm. I love generic cyberpunk. <laughs> I yeah, I do love I love cyberpunk dog shit. I mm-hmm. I I really like their representation, especially of. The Times Square in this, like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I hadn't really appreciated it before. They didn't have any ads, like it was just like all trees on the billboards because they don't need ads in this robot future. It was, just, it was a very cool idea. Maybe this time we'll set ourselves free. Eh. It is going to be fun. 
in season five, which is happening, to see all of these people back in the park. That would be an absolute delight. I would love to see them like have a real finish to this show. I know television shows are so expendable, but to have a five season arc cut short of the final season would just kill me. And I mean, I really enjoyed season four of Westworld. I enjoy all the seasons of Westworld. I think this one was, you know, the third best season. Which is still pretty good in my choice. <laughs> uh, that that damning was faint praise. I understand that I have to be on the other side where you're just like, the first season was good and the rest of this shouldn't exist. Uh, first season was very good. Uh, second season was decent. Great. Uh, third season, I fucking, you can go back and listen to the episodes. I was like, oh, generic cyberpunk. Oh, generic cyberpunk. So I would say, yeah, third best season. Yeah, and... I will damn it with faint praise. <laughs> but I, I do think it was a really good season, and I think the, the thing that I'm most worried about as a fan of the show, as somebody who still very much likes this show and looks forward to it every week, is I feel like they've done the opposite of make me excited about the last season, having basically killed off a lot of the... Mm-hmm. the the people that i was rooting for and also the hosts like continuous thought lines that i have come to enjoy and love throughout the show and so it's like oh we're only going to get a final season like the only thing that we have from the first season is the park yeah the park and uh the these fake robots lord's is consciousness yeah yeah and i don't know i don't know if that's as compelling of a sale as they think it is do you want to watch a show starring just programs? I I mean, I'm open to that idea the way they have sort of set it up here. I'm less interested. Red, hmm. do you think a robot is a person? <laughs> I think it can be. Oh, well, I can't wait to introduce you to my girlfriend, the giant wielding arm. <laughs> the giant arm that puts together Toyotas. All right. Well, in 2024, I guess wow. we're going to see. Oh, yo, oh, wow. We're going to know by then whether or not there is going to be more Westworld. Look, I, I, I'm going to say that Westworld is either canceled or so far away that it is functionally canceled. Oh, my God. Westworld's renewed for season five. Tell me that. Tell me that you're fucking with me. I'm fucking with you. You son of a bitch. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I hate that you did the look off to the side. I hate that you, you changed the tone of your voice. I, 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 okay, I'm going to make you a bet right now. Okay. If Westworld gets canceled, you owe me $50. Okay. If Westworld gets renewed, I don't owe you anything because gambling is a sin. <laughs> no, it's fifty dollars each way. Actually, you know what? I'll take that. Uh, no, bet. Let's no do it. I don't have that money. I don't Let's have that do money. It. The bet's off. The bet's off. <laughs> All right. So this has been the end of season four of five seasons, a Westworld HBO TV show. Uh, let us know what you guys thought of it on Twitter at Borsgore Swords. Also, send us what you guys think about this season. And hey. If for whatever reason you're only subscribed to this, we are going to be talking about House of the D next week. Ivan and I are going to be at the same place on the on the main feed, Boar's Gore and Swords, so go look that up. Uh, again, you can find us on Twitter at Boar's Gore Swords. You can find Ivan on Twitter at Ivan underscore Hernandez. And you can find Red on Twitter at Red underscore Scott. There are no balls in Westworld. There are no swords in Westworld. But there's certainly a lot of
give Dan Preston enough credit. Dan Preston rules. Dan Preston's great. 